Relationship issues? Relationship talk. On 702. On our relationship feature this morning, I want us to talk about extending grace in relationships. This is all about showing kindness, understanding and forgiveness to your partner when there's conflict. It involves giving someone the benefit of doubt, being patient and choosing compassion over judgment. So when you extend grace to someone, you acknowledge that actually people make mistakes. You acknowledge that people have flaws and they go through tough situations, but you choose to respond with empathy and acceptance rather than criticism and resentment. I mean, many of us are so quick to show how angry we are. We're so quick to want to punish, to hold grudges, to revenge when we've been done wrong in relationships. So when we argue, we don't even show patience, kindness or, or humility, even in those interactions. We don't use gentle and respectful language because we've been hurt. And that's why we end up exchanging harmful words that end up damaging the relationship. And I want to know if you are that type of a person. Are you a type that is so quick to go angry or when you've, you've been done wrong, you react in a manner that can damage things and sometimes maybe you yourself admit you overreact. And this is not to say you've got to look the other way when you've been wronged or that your feelings are not legitimate or valid. I mean, when we speak about grace and relationship, it doesn't mean you ignore or you excuse bad behavior. You can still extend grace without compromising the need for responsibility and accountability. So practicing grace doesn't mean you're tolerating nonsense. Doesn't mean that you're tolerating harmful behavior or you're ignoring serious issues. I want to know from you if you extend grace towards your partner or do you have a gracious partner? And how important is that in your relationship? And do you think you can extend grace in spite of how your partner is showing up? Let me know on 011-883-0702. You can send WhatsApps on 072-702-1702. Shelley Lewin is a relationship architect, author of Uncomplicated Love, a couples counselor and relationship coach based in Cape Town. She's going to guide us through this conversation. Thank you for making time for us, Shelley. Good morning. Good morning, Clement. Thank you so much. I love the topic. Whew, I um, think it's needed right it now. It is. It is. But it also requires us to be very honest with ourselves, right? And reflect on how we've in fact responded and reacted in scenarios where uh, there's conflict. And you will know if you're a type that was, you know, angry and just wanted to revenge or you'll know if, you were dealing with someone who was gracious towards you whenever you have made uh, mistakes. Let me just first, Shelley, just get your own understanding of extending grace and, and how you understand it to mean. Okay, great. So the spiritual definition of extending grace is usually uh, an undeserved favor from God. So if we move that into the context of relationship, Grace is then about showing kindness, compassion, and forgiveness, even when someone may not deserve it. 
So it's about offering support and understanding rather than holding onto the anger and resentment. So all of the descriptions that you gave in, in the beginning of this, in the intro, is exactly uh, the same way that I see it. And you asked the question, how important is it? And I would say that the, there's a transformative power of grace because it often creates an atmosphere of understanding and openness, and it fosters growth and healing in a relationship. Yeah. So when some people will often say, yeah, but I don't want to invalidate my feelings. I am angry. I am upset about something that has been done. I am upset about this conflict. So when you say extend grace, what do you mean? Do you mean I mustn't express my emotions or do you mean I've got to be able to regulate or or perhaps even give someone the benefit of doubt. Um, so how do you manage that? How you've been made yes. to feel with, actually, I, I know this person probably doesn't mean bad. So that what's really peace, which you spoke about, is communicating effectively and being honest with yourself and with your partner, having open communication and expressing your feelings and your needs and your boundaries in a respectful manner. So yes, communication can help diffuse conflicts if you are being clear about, you know, what you're upset about, why you're upset about it, what you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate. So you really having healthy boundaries can really protect both individuals and ensure that that grace is extended without enabling harmful behavior. So it's not to say when someone has behaved badly that you, um, that you don't, um, get upset about it. Of course, if there's an injustice, you will feel upset. I think the difference is recognizing when it's an isolated incident or when it's a pattern of behavior. So you really start to differentiate between an isolated mistake and a recurring pattern of behavior. So if it's a recurring pattern of behavior, you really need to address it and be very firm and communicate how this is going to create a breach of trust if it's going to persist. But uh, we're not saying, as you said, to just allow things to continue. You really have to have healthy boundaries. Mm. How does then practicing extending that grace how does that impact on the relationship on this marriage? So, so what benefit is the couple going to see when they start practicing extending that grace? Yes, you're still ensuring there's accountability and someone takes responsibility. Um, but then in you extending that, that, does it have an impact on, on your connection, on, on how you, you know, interact with each other and the bond that you have? Yes, so what you're doing in that moment is you're cultivating a culture of empathy and safety. So so if someone makes a mistake and they realize, oh, goodness, I shouldn't have done this. There was an error in judgment. I'm going to get into trouble. I know it was a stupid thing to do. So to to have the to own it, to be honest about it, so that so that that what you're doing is you're you are building um, trust 
that you're being accountable for your behavior. You're showing integrity, you know, and, and by showing up and being honest and um, owning your mistakes, you can then communicate with each other about, you know, what happened? Why did you do that? What were you thinking? How can you avoid that in the future? What can we do differently? So this, so we can avoid that again. So it creates this environment where I, I, there's space for me to make mistakes that I don't need to lie and cheat and, you know, be covert because it, it's, it's, you've fostered a sense of understanding and openness. And the idea is that you are able to um, to step into the other person's shoes and to acknowledge everyone makes mistakes and growth is possible. Yeah. So how do you extend grace then when someone is in this dysfunctional behavior cycle? Okay, so... That sounds to me more like a pattern of behavior. Mm. So if you're talking about dysfunctional cycle, then extending grip would be around offering the person an opportunity to give them some time to say, look, the way that this is going at the moment is unhealthy. It's dysfunctional. It's not good for me. It's not good for you. And we can't continue as it is. So I'm going to offer and suggest that you take some time for self-reflection, do some personal growth and encourage you to take a look at yourself and your life and what you're creating for yourself and to take accountability for your choices and your actions and to really think through whether you want to be in this relationship with me or not. Because the way that you're behaving and the way that this is continuing it cannot continue, so something needs to change. And either you're going to step up and start to behave in a in a in a uh, you know in a more mature way and and um, and honor our uh, relationship uh, and see it as something that's sacred that you honor, uh, so that we can go forward and build a healthy relationship, or not. So the grace is the offering the person the time to figure themselves out, giving them the opportunity, you know, to say, right, it's not working. What do you want to do about it? And what are you going to do about it? Like take ownership and accountability so mm. that this dysfunctional cycle doesn't continue. Mm-hmm. And who, who? so how do you deal with a partner then who, let's say, refuses to take accountability? So yes, they may have made a mistake and you think that is a mistake they've made and you want to extend grace, but they just simply want to be defensive. They don't want to take accountability. So is it even possible to exercise that when someone doesn't see where they're wrong? Because I imagine you'd have to be on the same level here where someone acknowledges that I have made a mistake um, and I I will not do this again um, and not somebody who even in your extension of taking advantage. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So there's a, I'm not sure if you've ever heard this saying um, by Greek philosopher Aristotle. And the saying is every virtue carried to the extreme is a vice. So grace is a virtue, but when you carry it to the extreme and you keep being graceful and graceful and gracious and gracious over and over and over, you are, you and then which then 
has people taking advantage of you and abusing you and breaching the trust, then it's become a vice. So it's really about knowing where the balance point is that, that you can't be so gracious that people are, that you have no boundaries, you know, uh, that, that you allow people to just step all over you and walk all over you. Then that's, then you're not showing yourself any grace in a situation like that. So there's this very fine line, you know, after there's been a betrayal or infidelity or a breach of t- trust, it's a process that requires both partners to be committed to change and to healing. So if one person isn't taking ability to change and to heal and to grow, partnership is a two-way street. It takes two people. So if only one person is doing all the work and one person is taking accountability, you don't actually have a partnership. So I would say in a situation like that, then it's not a partnership. Then then you really need to reevaluate and decide whether this is going to serve you best to stay in this partnership. Mm-hmm. 011-883-0702. Let, let's get to some calls now and WhatsApps coming on 072-702-1702. Are you a gracious person? Have you tried extending grace uh, to your partner whenever they've made mistakes, whenever they've done something wrong, whenever they've hurt you? And I don't know what it is. Maybe they lied to you. Maybe they cheated on you. Maybe they stole something. Could be anything where you felt you were done wrong. What was your response? Have you tried to extend grace and and respond from a position of sympathy? And how did that impact on that relationship? Did your partner realize and, and stop doing what had initially upset you or maybe you have a gracious partner how does it feel being in a marriage or a relationship with someone who constantly extends that grace i would like you to share your experiences with us let's start with some whatsapp voice notes hi clement um this is anonymous here i just wanted to find out what do you do in the case that you've shown this grace you've given the room for a person to uh, better themselves or to to rectify their mistake and in you doing that and they've made promises and come back and try to show that they've changed but then they end up doing the very same thing again you know um how do you how do we navigate that and when does grace actually end and where does it you know, where's, where, where do we draw the line where the grace so-called runs out? Yep, and I think this is something you you addressed a little bit, Shelley, earlier, right? Where mm-hmm. where do you draw the line? A hundred percent. So, and this anonymous caller has touched on the point that every virtue is also, when carried to the extreme, is a vice. So, when does it end is when the partner is continuing behavior that is destructive and harmful to the relationship. So we all need to remember that partnership and being in a relationship is a gift. And in order to be in that partnership and to be in that team, you need to show up as a team player. So it can be a partnership 
wonderful team where you have an A-team player, somebody who's showing grace, who's fair, who's trusting, who's accepting of you, who's giving, who's forgive, forgiving when they need to be, who's unselfish. That's an A-team player. And that person is showing up and doing what they can to make this partnership work. If you're going to show up and you're not doing the same thing and you're a D team player, well, then you need to find yourself another team to play in, another D team. Go and find yourself a D team partnership because you don't deserve to be in an A team partnership. Mm, yeah. Uh, Poshia um, in the East Rand on the WhatsApp line says, good day, uh, Clement and Shirley. Can I ask... Is it being gracious if a person constantly reminds you or shows you that he hasn't forgotten about what happened? Uh, must that be classified as him being gracious towards me, though I still feel his um, his wrath? And yes, he's with you, but the love and the communication is no longer the same. Um, so what do you do then? Uh, that's a question there from Posha. Well, it sounds like, so when you say hasn't forgotten about what happened, it sounds like this person is, is not showing what I would call generosity of spirit. Mm. And that's really the G in grace. So the first letter of grace is generosity of spirit, which is that I'm going to assume the most generous thing about this person. So, so, so her partner is not showing her grace. Yes, has stayed in the relationship. But if I'm going to continue to, in subtle or less subtle ways or passive aggressive ways, keep reminding you of your crime, then they actually haven't moved on from it. They haven't, um, allowed that trans, you know, they haven't healed themselves. So I would actually, Portia, speak to your partner and say to them, I, you know, have a conversation about how you're feeling, about how painful or hurtful it is to keep reminding and, and what will it take for your partner to let that go? What would it take? What does he need to heal from this so that you don't need to continue to hear about it mm. and that you can move forward together in kindness and in love and you know, to have a very different culture in the relationship. Mm. Yvonne, you're calling us from Parkmore. Good morning. Good morning, Clement. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good, thank you. Clement, I, I, I'm 61 and I know I'm, I've got grace. I gave my kids grace, my husband grace. But I've learned something over the last five, six months. Both my kids had babies in a matter of three months each. Mm. This generation of kids. And I saw the grace that they gave the husband and wife was unbelievable. Normally men get grace more than women when they're having babies because women always makes, you know, she's supposed to look after the baby in a particular way. But I watched them give each other grace. And it's, as a parent, I have another level of respect for all four of them. Mm. Oh. And it was so nice to see that, you know, that if we mess up, we mess up together. Let's try this. Let's try. But gracious when we make a mistake. Gracious. One example, one of them left the breast milk on the counter and forgot to put it in the fridge. That is an absolute no-no. They should have killed him. But <laughs> he just looked at it and thought, oh, you know what? I would have, we made a mistake. And he was so gracious. Yeah. It, it just amazed me that people can, you can still learn. Yeah. I, I'm learning at 61. Yes. And, and <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Yvonne, you've raised these kids, right? And that's probably something they saw in being enacted in you. So they saw how 
you were giving them grace. They saw how you were giving their father grace, and that's something they've taken into their own relationships. I, I think so, but absolutely. Uh, sometimes they don't give me grace. I, I remind them, but <laughs> <laughs> you say, "Hey, Wena, remember." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's so nice, and and it should be refreshing for people. Uh, you know, young people or even people married. We just we we just so quick to bite the one off mm. instead of just saying, you know. Mm. I don't appreciate that, but let's try that. No, we can do better, Yvonne in Parkmore. Uh, thank you very much. And Shirley, I suppose that's the. Uh, that that's that's the benefit in the bigger scale in that when you've got kids and they see because kids learn from behaviors uh, they don't just take what you say Absolutely. they they take what you do so being raised in a family where you see grace being extended that somehow shapes your attachment styles and and how you know you deal with conflict Absolutely. You know, to be a role model, that's how any of us learn. When you're a child, you're permanently watching and observing. And not, not what people say almost irrelevant. What you do is what they're noticing. So actions always speak louder than words. And it sounds like that if she has consciously chosen to show her children and they've watched and learned and now they're doing that. So it must be a total delight for Yvonne to see that and witness it. How wonderful. And mm -hmm. what a lovely story for us to hear. And just to mention that she spoke about the respect that we being shown, and that's the R in grace. So G is generosity of spirit and R is respect and dignity for your partner and for the other person. Oh, and the ACE? So, so the A stands for acceptance, mm. that it's around accepting, being accepting of, um, of what's happened, accepting of the mistake and the error. And um, the C stands for compassion, mm. showing compassion and concern for the other person. And E is energy, which is really uh, the, the energy or the spirit that catalyzes us. So mm. in, in some ways, it's the energy of that generosity, the energy of these things that mm. of the G, the R, the A and the C. Oh, I love that. It's uh, 11.30. Across the desk with Clement Maniatella on 702. It's 24 minutes before 12 o'clock and it's definitely not the Across the Desk. It's our relationship feature. Uh, this morning on our third and final hour of the show and we are discussing extending grace in intimate relationship it's all about showing kindness some understanding some forgiveness to your partner when they have done you wrong right you're patient you're choosing compassion over judgment um, and it's when you extend the grace that you acknowledge that people actually make mistakes people have flaws you know they th go through tough situations so you respond with empathy with some level of acceptance rather than the criticism or the resentment or the need to just want to revenge um, and Shelley Lewin who is our guest this morning uh, a relationship architect is a couples counselor relationship coach based in, in Cape Town is, has guided us through even what all these alphabets mean right? it's grace what the G-R-A-C-E uh, stand for and I want to know if you show patience and kindness and humility when you have been wronged or have you seen someone extending grace towards you when you have made a mistake and, and as Shelley has explained this doesn't mean you excuse bad behavior this doesn't mean 
You have to tolerate harmful behavior. No. You can still ensure that there's accountability. There can still be a responsibility someone takes while you're still extending uh, grace. How gracious are you? 0727021702. Hi, Clement. How do you deal with, um, in this case, um, he's my ex-husband, who I think I've extended grace towards him, but however, he doesn't recognize that because he will constantly say that um, you haven't forgiven me because of I'm not um, agreeing of us getting back together. So he's taking that as if I haven't forgiven him. And uh, so how do you actually deal with that? Shelley? That's really a fascinating one. Um, Just because, so uh, it's a great question. So people have this assumption, if you forgive me, then you will want to be in relationship with me. And forgiveness is not about being in relationship with someone. You can love someone dearly and still not want to be in relationship with them. So, you know, what's important is that each of us need to know when is it time to walk away? When is it appropriate to consider ending a relationship? That there are different situations where continuous harm or lack of remorse or refusal to change may necessitate a a reevaluation of the relationship. So in this case, the caller said, I've done the reevaluation and I've chosen not to be in the relationship. I can still practice forgiveness and forgive my partner for what they did and, you know, to say I'm happy to still have a relationship with you and for us to still be friends. But it doesn't mean that that I need and want to be in a committed, formal marriage with you. You can, like I say, you can love someone and still know that, that they don't share the same values as you. And so or the same priorities or the same overall health of the relationship, marriage that you'd like. So, so it doesn't equal, forgiveness doesn't necessarily equal staying in the marriage with a person. You can love them from a distance. Hi there. Um, I'd like to remain anonymous as well. So I like to think of myself as the gracious one in my previous relationship. Me and this person were dating for six years and this person cheated a lot of times and I would forgive that person and they would promise to change, but they never did change. And, um, well, I finally decided that, you know what, it's enough. I, I, I ended things with this person, but... Yeah, I just feel like some people do really take advantage of you being gracious and giving them chances and then they take advantage and see it as an opportunity to just walk all all over you. You can only give a person so much chances. Mm, No, that person didn't deserve to be with you, Anonymous. I'm glad you've walked away um, for cheating and cheating and cheating when you've extended that grace. Nope. Um, that's not it. Some WhatsApp voice notes coming through. Um, KDT says, Clement, I hope uh, this will be on podcast. I need to listen to it again. It's an amazing topic. Well, thank you, to, uh, KDT. It will be on podcast. All our 
conversations. Uh, we podcast them. Just go to primemediaplus.com or you can get the Prime Media Plus app. Um, all the content is there. Um, and then Anonymous says, Hi, Clement. Um, for me, my mantra is believe patterns and not apologies. Gracing someone simply means mm-hmm. enabling them uh, to do it over and over again, Clement. So it's a no from me. That's Matabo in Motlakeng. Tepo um, on the WhatsApp line says, Clement, this is so important, such an important topic to me. Please don't rush through it we are taking notes all right Sepo. i hope we haven't been <laughs> rushing through it and another one says lament my partner whom i love very much and is an exceptional dad to my kids has infidelity issues i have forgiven him numerous times uh, that i feel like i walk like a walkover i'm so ashamed to divorce i'm so ashamed to divorce and i think he can see right through me he knows me really well he's therefore Manipulating the situation. What do you say to this uh, listener, to Anonymous Shelley? Okay, so I really want to just, uh, I know we've said it, but I feel like I really need to say it again, is that extending grace also applies to yourself. You have to protect yourself and maintain a healthy dynamic in a partnership. So there's no good in being, showing Ending grace, and I love this idea, believe um, patterns, not apologies. If it's a pattern of behavior, if this person is continuing over and over to make the same mistake, it's not a mistake, it's a choice. So there's a difference between making a mistake once and realizing, oh my goodness me, I don't ever want to do that again, I'm remorseful, I'm sorry, how can I make amends, and then I change my behavior. And, and then, so that's making a mistake. There was an error in judgment. But doing something over and over, and you know you're doing it, you know your partner's going to be hurt, you know it's detrimental to the relationship, you know it's hurtful, you know it's neglectful, harmful, that's a choice. So you are choosing to do something that's detrimental and harmful to your partner and the relationship. That person would be crazy to stay to stay in a relationship where they are being abused in that way. And that's where showing grace to yourself to protect yourself and maintain a healthy dynamic and choose to be in a relationship with someone who does honor you and who does honor the relationship. So, so you asked this question about, um, you know, people take advantage of you. Um, sorry, I've got a bit carried away there. Just uh, what was the question that you asked? (laughs) <laughs> that you asked me, Clement, do you remember? What was the question? No, no, so the, I, I had just wanted to get your reflections. I think you've reflected on it, on this listener who says, my husband has has infidelity issues and she is ashamed to divorce him and she thinks okay. the husband can see through her. That's why he keeps on doing it because yes. he knows that she's not going anywhere. But I think you've responded to it because exactly, you emphasize exactly. the need so, to show grace to yourself as well. Yes. Yes, and knowing when your walkaway point is. So this is where um, if you don't have a walkaway point, in other words, if you are going to stay no matter what, you are sending the message to the person, no matter what you do, I will stay. So there's no consequences to their behavior. They can continue to behave badly. And so what? What are you going to do about it? I'm going to get a slap on the wrists, you know. So, so you, if you don't have a non-negotiable 
All right. If you don't have a walk away point, we have got nothing to negotiate. If I know you can't go anywhere and won't go anywhere, then then I'm basically taking advantage of you. I can do what I want and when I want. So every person needs to have a walk away point. And if you don't have a walk away point, you are opening yourself up to being walked over and abused. Mm. It's 15 minutes. Relationship issues. Relationship talk. On 702. Right, that's 12 minutes now before 12 o'clock. We're wrapping up our conversation around grace. Do you extend grace uh, to your partner when there's conflict, when they've done you wrong? Or do you have someone in your life who has taught you about extending grace? And what impact have you seen in that? How has it impacted your intimacy, your communication, and just generally your mutual growth? Hi, Clement. Uh, this is Balissa here. Yeah, on the topic of grace, um recently divorced. Um, I was with a with my hus- ex-husband for the last six, seven years. Um, and I'd say he was a gracious person. And to some extent, I was as well. Um, but I ended up divorcing him because I couldn't keep on forgiving the same habit over and over and over again. But the unfortunate thing is right now, post the divorce, uh, I still feel guilty. Like, was I precious enough like what's the limit um was i wrong in not extending the the grace to him as i believe he would have if i was the one doing the things that he was doing Mm -hmm. um yeah so it's it's very challenging to draw the line in terms of what's uh, acceptable and what's not so yeah that's my story Mm, sure yeah and shelly sometimes you will have people who extend grace to you when you've done wrong and when they do wrong and they make a mistake, you can return the same grace. You know, it's important to know that grace is about finding balance and it's reciprocal and not one-sided. So it's grace is not a one-way street. Both partners in a relationship should be willing to give and receive grace. It's really about mutual understanding, forgiveness, and a commitment to growth. So healthy relationships involve this continuous exchange of grace and support. And it sounds like Melissa did have that, but if so she mentioned there was a habit that was being repeated over and over which means that 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 you know uh, that there was a very specific thing a specific value that she held on to very dearly and importantly and that continued to be that boundary was being crossed so it's a perfectly valid response if your partner knows this is my value and this is important to me and they keep stepping over that boundary and they, then that's your walk away point. So you, so, um, you have to work out for yourself. What are the values that you are willing to stand for? And those are your values. And there's no right or wrong in it. I didn't like her language, which is around was I wrong? It, there's no right or wrong. Each and each of us must determine in a relationship what works for me and what doesn't work for me is this healthy or unhealthy so start to see things not as right and wrong but healthy and unhealthy works for me doesn't work for me serves me and doesn't serve me in the relationship and start to see it that way
So perhaps his behavior didn't serve her, wasn't working for her, and wasn't healthy, which will mean that there was a perfectly valid response to leave and end the marriage. So now the grace that she needs to show is for herself, to forgive herself for um, ending a marriage. That, that, that's, that, that's the grace she needs to show. Mm. Hi, Clement. Um, anonymous here. Um, with the the topic that you're discussing right now, um, the, 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 the extending grace to your partner, it almost sink me to a depression because he, he, he used that against me always. Oh, you said, oh, you forgive me, oh, you did, you, you, you know, things like that. And then I wasn't able to, because I'm not the person who likes to argue. I can't argue. He knows I can't argue. And I, like, I don't like noise. So he will use that and then scream at me all the time. So that's why I, I decided to, to leave him. And he, he didn't believe that I was leaving. And right now he's so sick. He can't, he, he's like, he can't even believe it. I blocked him on WhatsApp on everywhere. He can't he can't talk to me. So it, it's actually when you extend the the, the grace, it, it actually has to benefit you, the person who's extending it. So now I, I'm 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 good with that. Thank you. Hi, Cement. Hi, Cement. Oh, what an interesting topic. How do you show grace if someone constantly? does the same things over and over and over and over again. Um, in my situation, I'm in a relationship whereby I've been cheated on a lot, a lot, more than four times. And then within those more than four times, um, it included um, sexual intimacy. Um, I've forgiven, but still, it's still very difficult for me to, 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 to trust again. So I just need to know, how do you show grace if you don't trust someone? But still, you've forgiven them, you're still with them. Mm. And you just never know when will they strike again. Because in this instance with me, it's just been over four times. Mm. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, Shelley, that's that's heartbreaking when you've extended grace to someone who has done it over and over again. And as much as you are sympathetic and compassionate in your response, but as Anonymous says, as, as this listener says, you, you, you're wondering when are they going to strike again? So there's no trust. So is it even possible to extend grace when... There's no trust that I can believe that you're not going to make the same mistake or or you're not going to betray me again. You know, and we did touch on this. It really is, as much as extending grace is essential, it's equally important to establish healthy boundaries for self-care. So you really need to recognize when behaviors are harmful and to the relationship and also that that. If you are going to continue to extend grace and you're not going to honor what is a healthy boundary, then you're actually not prioritizing your own mental and emotional health. So, so you are, you are holding grace as a higher value than your own mental and emotional health. So this person, if, and, and that sounds like the theme in the previous one, um, the lady that spoke about the depression 
is that she was prioritizing being graceful over her own mental and emotional health. And so that led to her own depression until at some point she realized actually that showing it is a two-way street. There needs to be mutual effort. Grace is a mutual responsibility. And so if only one person is doing it, then you're opening yourself up to being taken advantage of. And it sounds like that that's exactly what's happened with the last person, um, is that it just keeps happening. So I, my question is, at what point is enough enough? When when do you start to own your own well-being yeah. and your mental and emotional health? Just, just lastly, um, Shelley, how do you, I've got only 30, 20 seconds left here. What tips do you have for people who, who say, listen, I know I'm someone who wants to revenge. I'm always angry. I'm struggling with that. So where do I begin in, in order to start extending that grace? Uh, what's the first thing to do? Well, the first thing is to extend the grace to yourself, is to not be so judgmental of yourself, is to do some of your own self-reflection and to start look at improving your relationship with yourself. Stop self-hating, stop hating on yourself because that's just being um, reflected in your other relationships. So nurture and nourish your own relationship first with yourself. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to wrap up with this message um, from Anonymous who says, Clement, uh, good morning to you, to Shelley and the listeners. I'd like to remain anonymous. I have a gracious partner, but I'm the one who's quick to judge. But my issue is no matter how much I try, he keeps pressing those buttons that trigger anger and bitterness. And I often say hateful words that I always regret later. Another one says, Clement, I showed my ex grace and she saw it as a weakness and me not being manly. And another one says, Clement, I'm Bali. And my comment is that as much as we give or should give grace, rather, I believe that we are not always going to get it right. And when we don't, we should also be gracious to ourselves. And that's exactly the message Shelley Lewin has been preaching to us throughout this hour. Thank you, Shelley Lewin, for making time for us.